Listen to better music and listen to music better. Welcome to True Tunes at 45 RPM, the short form version of the ongoing conversation you'll hear on the True Tunes podcast and in the digital pages at truetunes.com. And now, your host, John J. Thompson. Festivals. It is deep in the spiritual DNA of our species to gather together for musical celebrations. Festivals have been essential to rock and roll, and despite many challenges and some massive recessions in various aspects of the music industry, festivals, from the biggies like Coachella or Bonnaroo to smaller regional events, continue to draw crowds. It makes sense, too. How else could you possibly check out dozens of new bands in just a couple of days, all at a fraction of the cost of going to separate concerts? True Tunes was born out of the community, passion, and music of the late great Cornerstone Festival. Shortly after Cornerstone ended, a group of attendees started a new event, Audio Feed, celebrates their eighth gathering this summer, and I will be there. I hope you'll join me. On this special 45 RPM episode, we will announce for the first time the full lineup for Audio Feed 2022. But first, I wanted to connect with the festival co-founder and main booker, Luke Welchel, for a bit of background on the event and to tell us more about what's in store for this July. All right, so Luke Welchel, welcome to the True Tunes podcast, and thanks for taking some time to chat with us today. I know that I first heard about it through... Uh, friends of mine probably my conception of it was a little bit off because i thought it was just people trying to recreate cornerstone yeah it was it was always our goal to kind of keep the spirit of cornerstone alive and, and that spirit being through our lens or filter you know yeah i wasn't like a, always a big main stage guy i was i was at your stage i was at the gallery i was i was hanging out watching those bands or you know if i was seeing something heavier i was probably at the underground or one of the encore tents so you know, it was kind of trying to keep what I felt like was a spirit of Cornerstone alive, and I think that's sort of what our whole team was was trying to do. Didn't want our kids to grow up not getting to go to the festival that we felt like had been so important to all of us. But I think we always knew that we could never recreate what it was. You see that there's just a ghost you can't catch um, with with what Cornerstone was doing. You know, some of the bands that, that we've booked, you know, bands like Undercover, there's not always like a place for those bands to play anymore. Right. Yet there's still people that really want to see him. So we just try to like make it something that fit all the eras of Christian fringe music. And I think that's probably more our DNA than, you know, I guess other faith-based festivals. I think that fits more of what we do. But there's also the communal aspect of gathering together and hanging out with friends, making new friends with people that kind of share some of your sensibilities, but probably, you know, pretty diverse range of folks. What are some of the essentials that make this festival important for you guys and for the people that go there? We try to think, okay, what's going to keep this crowd interested? Kind of looking at our different target markets, I guess. We usually have like a couple bands that either bands we haven't gotten before or we think, hey, we want to get this band early because we think they're kind of key. You know, you're always trying to book what, what you would consider your headlining bands first. So 
we usually kind of make a list of five or six bands that we think, hey, we've never had this band, or if we could get both these bands on the same day, it would really be what we consider a game changer for us and would really make our fans uh, excited. So we try to keep in mind what we feel like people want, you know. Um, now you can't you can't really make everybody happy, so it's kind of what people want and then what we also like as well. Right, right. So I think um, if it fits, if it's if it's going to be a good draw. If the band's good and uh, if we think we can pull the budget for it, I think those are sort of the things. And I think I think a fourth thing would be, do they want to play audio feed? Like, I reach out to bands a lot that people will say, hey, why don't you get this band or why don't you get that band? And they just don't really seem like they're that interested in playing. Sometimes that's just how it is. Uh, I think part of it's being in a faith-based market. But if a band is like, yeah, I'm totally in. I, I love the crowd there. I want to play there or they're excited about it. I usually want to book a band that's excited to be there. So I think that's, that's a big part of what me and Jim both look at and the rest of our team. Tell our listeners about the actual environment where the festival takes place, uh, what the stages are like, and and the the area and all that kind of stuff, so they know what to expect. We do the festival on the fairgrounds in Champaign County, so it's it's in Champaign, Illinois, or Urbana, Illinois. Uh, it's like right in the middle of the city, really, but you know, it's not like in the country, but it feels like it's in the country. Everything is pretty close. I think the the total fairgrounds is like eighty or ninety acres, so it's not a huge huge spot. All the camping is really close to the stages. There's a little camping that you would maybe walk a, a half mile or a quarter mile to get down to the stages if you're in the quiet camping section. But we have actual shower houses, which people ask a lot. We have a building that has air conditioning. If, if it's a really hot day and you cool off, that's that's where our merch and the coffee shop and our speakers and things like that are in the radon stage and there's air conditioning there. All the stages are really close. They kind of face three different directions from... Radon, Burning Town, and, and Black Sheep. They all face different directions, so they're not really overlapping musically. And then Sanctuary is like right off them to the side, like by the infield of, of the what would be like the grandstand area of the fairgrounds. And you could easily walk, like if you get done with a show, you can walk to the show that's on the other stage if you want to see a band there within, you know, five minutes. So I think that keeping everything really centralized as far as like the hub of community goes really helps it to be an actual community. Well, thanks for taking some time to talk to us today about it. We're looking forward to it and hoping that people when they hear the lineup here are excited. And uh, where can folks go if they want to find out more information? Just come to our website, audiofeedfestival.com. We usually keep that pretty updated with, with anything that's out, you know, lineup and all those things will start to come out on there as well. Tickets, all the information. There's a, a great FAQ section, which usually covers everything. Uh, but there's also a place where people can ask questions, and we're usually pretty quick to get back to people. So, Thanks, Luke. And thanks, Jim Eisenmenger, for all you do to bring cool bands and cool fans together for a weekend. now, with no further ado, your lineup for Audio Feed 2022, happening this June 30th through July 3rd. 
Listener, Rosie Thomas, Flatfoot56, Pedro the Lion, Randy Stonehill, Jeff Elbel and Ping, Propaganda, Glenn Kaiser, The Wayside, 610, David Eugene Edwards of Woven Hand, Eric Clayton of Savior Machine, Spoken Nerd, Moral Decay, Undercover, The Huntingtons, Threnodian, Rusty Ship, J. Joseph, Dan Smith, Solosin, Revisionist, Narrow Arrow, V8, Vast Change, Amy Moss, Levi the Poet, The Cedar Shakes, Wind Words, Idle Threat, Egypt Speaks, Pray for Sleep, Spaceships, All Hallowed, Benjamin Daniel, Jericho Harlot, Bad Ghost, Saint of Pine Hills, Max Simmons, Words, 7274, Sidewalk Slam, Adji, Heather Hammers, and more to come. In addition to the music, I'll be bringing my True Tunes live event to the fairgrounds and will host some onstage interviews that just might make it onto the True Tunes podcast. Plus, Propaganda will be doing a reading from his new book, Terraform. Listener will be hosting a writing workshop, and who knows what else might happen. You'll also hear from some of this year's artists on our podcast soon. I've also pulled together a special playlist with songs from just about every artist that's going to be at Audio Feed, so make sure to find that. It's linked on the show notes page for this episode. Head over to audiofeedfestival.com, get your tickets, and make plans to hang out with me and some of your favorite artists at a festival you'll never forget. Runout Groove is coming, and that means it's time to go. If you dig the show, please subscribe and spread the word. Also, please leave us a review and a rating at Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our email list at truetunes.com. Follow us on Facebook at TrueTunesNow, and find and follow our weekly Spotify gallery stage mixtape. You can find me on Twitter at John J. Thompson and on Instagram at TheOnlyJJT and at TrueTunesMusic. And you can support the show through our Patreon.com slash community or via a one-time tip linked on the show notes page. There's also some sweet swag available at truetunes.threadless.com. Tell your friends about the show, post it on your socials, and let us know what you think. Thanks. True Tunes at 45 RPM is produced by John J. Thompson and Bruce A. Brown for Gyroscope Productions and is intended for the private use of our listening audience. The contents are protected by U.S. copyright law and are the intellectual property of Gyroscope Productions, with the exception of songs or clips that are from previously copywritten materials. Everything on this episode is used by permission or under fair use provisions. Thanks for listening. Cheers. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.